from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hey Piet, how are you, man? Great, Jordan. Uh, Summerfest is happening soon. Yeah, I know. It's like the only thing we can think about here. Yeah. Tapped in, we talk about music coming into the city, music coming out of the city. Summerfest has it all. Uh, there's a lot of cool new experiences we're going to get into at Summerfest this year, but if you're going to pick one day, Thursday might be the day for you. Thursday, June 27th. Yeah. So June 26th is when it starts. That's and right. And, you know, you've and got, that's special. It's special. You've got Steve Aoki's back, yep. Thomas Rhett's in the amphitheater, it's cool. Foreigner. It's fine. Piet uh, likes Foreigner okay. Uh, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. June 27th, though, is really pretty jaw-dropping. Whammy! Yes. We, where do we start? Let's start at the amphitheater. Okay. There is so, a festival inside the festival. Yes, there is. <laughs> it's called the Outlaw Music Festival. You may recall a few years ago, the Outlaw Music Festival was also at the amphitheater. Yes. And it was a day when they had Willie Nelson and Bob, Bob Dylan, Dylan and Cheryl uh, Crow uh, and Jason Isbell. And it was just a day-long deal. And it's back. Um, this year, they've got Willie Nelson again. Yep. They've got Phil Lesh. Yep. They've got the Avett Brothers. Yep. Allison Krauss yep. won more Grammys than any other woman in history. Uh, and, and she plays at 3 o'clock. Right. And you've got, <laughs> and you've got Dawes. You've got... Um, you know, and you've got Trapper Shep, a local right. guy. He's kicking it all off. And that's so just cool. in the amphitheater. But Thursday, you've got some amazing headliners on the ground. Uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones is a great soul so band. So fun. But really, the top thing that night is Lizzo. Lizzo. Who's hotter than Lizzo right now? I don't even know. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm lost for words. Yeah, she's got the juice. You know? She's got the juice. Yes, she's amazing. She's such a fun live performer. I remember just being blown away by her when I saw her open for Sleater Kinney a few yeah. years ago. She was, she's been a star just waiting for her, her moment for years. And that moment has really arrived this summer. Yes. So that's going to be an amazing show. And uh, I'm bummed I'll miss it because I'll be in the amphitheater. But uh, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people there. So you've got some great headliners that night, too. But the thing is, besides the amphitheater, which has the Outlaw Music Festival mm-hmm. all day and great headliners at night um Summerfest last couple years has been doing this thing called Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. We yes. love this. The first Thursday of the festival where they have big acts, um, you know, nostalgia acts, I guess, mm-hmm. play afternoon sets. Right. And I got to see Fishbone last year at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Which, awesome. is, which is great. Um, you know, and I, I, I've heard from a lot of fans who are like, this is awesome. We hated having to just stick around till midnight. You know, we prefer to see some things earlier yep. and this is a great alternative to that. I think this is the best Throwback Thursday lineup they've done so I far. I agree. Because uh, it's not strictly like nostalgia acts and it's not like they've always done nostalgia acts, but you've got like Steve Earle is playing at four o'clock, and you've got perfect. Um, you've got uh, I mean you have like Foghat, and you have uh, Paul Oakenfold, but you've got also uh, Andrew WK, who's still just a blast, and X, which is a seminal right. punk band. Um, you know, but you just listed like legendary rock, electronic, alternative. They really are running the gambit of styles for Throwback Thursday. Yeah, it's really wild, you know, and and so they just got all this stuff going on on the grounds too. I mean, it's amazing that you can see Steve. Earl and he's not even part of the Outlaw Music Festival. It's like, right. and you can see him as well. Uh, it's just wild. There's also a, a country artist named uh, Brandy Clark who's amazing. She's one of the best songwriters in Nashville right now. She's not technically part of the Throwback Thursday, but she's there that Thursday. Bam. She's playing at six o'clock at the BMO Harris Pavilion. As you can tell, Pete has put a pin on Thursday oh, here. Oh man! This is, and the local stuff. I mean, let's not get uh, ahead of ourselves here. The local stuff is also really good on Thursday. Summerfest does a great job of like slotting in Milwaukee talent that really kind of vibe with the day well. If you're going to go see Lizzo that day, I suggest you go see Zed Kenzo earlier that day Yeah, as she's well. playing at 5.30, part of the Emerging Artist Series at the Johnson Controls World Soundstage. Uh, Crystal Knives is uh, also, like Zed Kenzo, <sighs> oh on the Wisconsin gosh. Man's to Watch for the Journal 
Channel Sentinel. If you go to see Steve Aoki, if you go to see Paul Oakenfold, and you don't go to see Crystal Knives, I'm going to say shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> he's opening, he's going to be after Paul Oakenfold and before Griffin, who's awesome. the big EDM yeah. headliner that night, the Miller so Light cool. Oasis. Crystal Knives will get to open immediately before him. Uh, you've also got R&B Cadets are playing mm -hmm. at 6 o'clock that day. They're such a great band. And they're like legends. you got to think about like the history of Milwaukee music. R&B Cadets getting together playing Summerfest. There's nothing more Milwaukee than that. No, it's wonderful. And it's one of many sets that Paul Seabar is doing this year. He's doing his own thing later in the festival. So yeah, June 27th, that is the day to go. Okay, so we know Summerfest has hundreds of artists to see. But if it doesn't sound good, if it doesn't look good, well, maybe you don't want to go. So we're going to tell you about some of the new and improved things that are going to make the Summerfest experience even better for you in 2019. That's coming up next on Tap Dance. Stay tuned. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more Summerfest. I'm Jordan. With me is Piet Levy from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, this is Tapped In. We talk about the music coming into our city, and Summerfest is when our city really comes to life. Not yet, but we're getting ready for it. This is kind of our Summerfest preview edition yes. here. Yeah, and you know, if you go to, I'm going to do a big plug here. If you go to jsonline.com slash Summerfest, Ching. we've got so much stuff there. and We've got this interactive schedule there that I'm super Which, proud of. Let me take a moment to just give an unsolicited uh, uh, thumbs up for their interactive schedule. Uh, Summerfest... Y'all, I love you guys. You make your website a little hard for us to navigate. But Piet and the team, they've made it very easy for us to navigate the Summerfest no, schedule. Summerfest has gotten better. In fact, I really like how I can pick things I love and you give me suggestions on your list. I really love it. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, that that is that is something that we're proud of is that there's band bios for every band and there's short band bios. Um, you know, I we do it by genre. I mean, obviously the genre umbrella is huge, right? But it, you know, if you but really it's nice feel, if you just like rap and country, yeah, you know, you can. Yeah. <laughs> what are your country options today? You want to go? You search by time. We also, um, you know, you can make your picks as well. Um, but you can also find out which acts are local. Yes. Any local acts that are yes. playing, we've marked as local. So if you go to Summerfest and you're like, I want to find some new local bands I want to keep seeing throughout the years. Bam. You can do that now, um, which is great. So, you know, it's so overwhelming. There's 800 acts. It's, I, hats <laughs> off to Summerfest for dealing with it. But it, yeah. and it can be really numbing. For me, it's numbing. Like, you just see all these names and, you know, this guide is really meant to help you try to make sense of it all because there's just a lot going on when you mm -hmm. go to Summerfest every year. So please check it out. And there's a ton of content there, you know, uh, picks for every day and, and, you know, need to know guide, all the promo deal info Bam. that and we're going to have so much coverage during the festival so uh, if you love Summerfest we are the place to go to no doubt and of course the DJs here at Radio Milwaukee we're going to be putting together our selections and personalized picks for you because again with 800 plus acts there's a lot and, and sometimes you miss stuff there's like diamonds in the rough that you yep. miss sometimes and yep. we're here to cut through the noise for you but also when your concert experience is you know, honestly, festivals are not always the best place to see your favorite bands. Yeah. Sometimes you're far, far away from them. You have, uh, you know, bad potty opportunities. You've right. got crappy food. It takes a long time to get there. The good thing about Summerfest is it really does cut a lot of that down. It's an urban music festival. It makes it easy to get in and out. You have great, great facilities. But this year, they've made the concert experience even better with some cool upgrades. I want to talk about them and really suggest maybe you try some of these experiences because I'll tell you the first thing on my list 
the Uline upgrade, I used to write that stage off. I mean, yeah. you had to be a band that I loved for me to go back there because the sound wasn't as good, the space was cramped, and it just kind of felt like the backyard for like the metal bands. You know, it was yeah. like, just like a place I didn't want to be. Especially in recent years, it felt like um, I'm trying to think of like a. I think I remember there's an episode of South Park where they're like driving and they're in Colorado and they cross a border to like a neighboring state and it just becomes just ugly immediately. <laughs> you know, like immediately. And it kind of, no offense again to Summerfest, but I mean, that's kind of what Uline felt like. It, it felt was like, bad. I mean, especially with all the other improvements happening all over the grounds. It, it was bad. It was, we could just say it. It, it was, was bad. It was a bad, it was a worse stage. Uh -huh. And I've seen some shows there that had like popular acts and. It's really uncomfortable because it's like you're just kind of smashed you're together. Stuck in there, it's just right? Just a horrible kind of right. bottleneck situation. But now, bling. yes, now there's a new stage there, built from scratch, redesigned, which they've done for several stages on the grounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you know I haven't seen it yet, but I think it will be vastly improved. The capacity is supposed to be larger. Yep. There's a viewing deck. You know, there's you know top of the line. You know, sound and lighting. Yep. There's gonna be a, a video screen now. Yeah, which uh, I mean that goes a long way because yeah. you got to think about like we've gotten spoiled now with. Uh, for example, like the BMO pavilion. I mean, you can stand pretty far away, but when you see those screens, it's like you're right there up close. Yeah, yeah, sure. So the stages that didn't have good screens, you kind of wanted to write those off too. But yeah, now right, Uline right. has got that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I am really eager to see what it's going to be like there. I mean, I'm going to be reviewing stuff there and, uh, you know, Again, come to jsonline.com right. <laughs> uh, for the coverage about what the stage will be like. So Now, there's a lot of cool stuff in the amphitheater. Of course, we talked about the Outlaw Music Festival is going to be on Thursday and other great phenomenal access here and just like a really wide diverse lineup of stuff uh, but we know 2020 is going to be the year that the amphitheater really comes to fruition with this big remodel but we've got some new stuff this year too yeah so um, you know when you go you will notice it's, it looks different still because they did a, t a complete redesign of the backstage that's right so when you're walking up to the amphitheater it will look different and when you're inside the amphitheater it'll feel different and look different too because the, the main thing that they changed from a um, audience perspective is they raised the roof right so the roof you to be like 37 feet now it's like twice that height but the the thing that they wanted to do about that is uh you know they talked in the past about how they've had to lose they've lost some shows yeah. because production has gotten so big since so big. the amphitheater opened in 87 mm -hmm. um you know they needed just higher higher heights basically right. yeah. to just fit all the stuff in and some tours really cut back dramatically on what they present on the stage to make it work for Summerfest. How would Travis Scott get that sphere in here if he didn't have that much yeah, room to load right, it in? Right, exactly. And and some tours, so some tours have done that. They've come in with a really stripped back kind of production, yep. and some tours have just said we're not going to do it. We really want to have the full experience, or it's just it's just not worth it for us to make the adjustments. And you know, I have experienced that. Where I mean, seeing Kendrick at a couple years ago, that was a cool experience, but that was obviously a stripped down show. Oh, because yeah. you saw pictures of what the tour looked like later, and you're like, "Why? Why didn't we get oh, that?" Oh yeah, it was like just a kind of a video screen. It was just like videos. generic yeah. video screens, yeah. and 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 we deserve better. Yeah, we are Milwaukee, right? And uh, you know, <laughs> I, I have a story that's gonna be coming out if it's not out already at JS Online, uh, looking at kind of the the future for Summerfest yeah. and the, and the business and all that kind of stuff. But one thing that they told me was that um, with the new roof, they already you know it's already paying off in a way. Like they got the Jennifer Lopez show, right? Uh, in large part because of that new roof. Yep. I mean, she has this big giant arena tour with massive production, right? And they were able to bring her here for the first time ever because the roof was higher. Mm. If the roof was shorter. JLo might have just skipped over Milwaukee again. So while the amphitheater is getting bigger, there's a new experience that's actually getting smaller. And when you think of Summerfest, you don't think of small, intimate, acoustic, up-close performances. It's not the thing, right? It's, it's a terrible place for that. Right. A lot of times. A not, lot of times. Not always. Sometimes, like, you know, Sunday at 12, 14, yeah. you know, you can get really close 
yeah. to the Harley Davidson stage and see a guy acoustic and you feel like this is working. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah, and yeah. If you're in certain <laughs> afternoons and stuff, um, you know, I remember seeing John Hyatt one time in the afternoon. I think that was at the Uline stage, there actually. That was a good Uline show. Sure. Because, because it was like a three o'clock thing and, and everything was pretty was quiet. Chill, right. The vibe was very chill. It yeah. was kind of removed. So that uh-huh. kind of worked. Right. Um, there's also that Clements thing that yeah, opened last that's year. Fun. Yeah. Which I which I think is really nice. It's daytime stuff, acoustic things. Yep. They've got some kind of fake grass stuff going on, yeah, but it's yeah. just a little more chill and relaxing in this, you know, little theme park that they've got there. But the AmFam house, this is a cool new experience. And also, you kind of got to be a savvy concert goer. So this is something that we really suggest if you're super concert nerds like us, you've got to get in and check this out. Yeah. So they've had this Amphan house. It's right behind the Midgate. Yep. And they've used it for experiential marketing stuff. For, yep. the, you know, they're the title sponsor now, American yes. Family Insurance. And I've uh, seen people getting like shepherded in and out of there before, you yes. know, and it's like, okay, what are these people doing? In and here? they've it's done cool. some like meet and greets. I yeah, think, with artists yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. This year, they, they've got this devoted like acoustic series mm-hmm. with the headliners. Um, so the the first day it's Hanson is going to do an acoustic set at two, and they've got some pretty big names playing in there. Uh, they've got the one that I'm most excited about is Brandy Carlisle. She's doing an acoustic Huge. set uh, in the afternoon on June 28th before she plays the BMO Harris Pavilion. I mean, she's just got such a like. I mean, the, the hair on the back of your neck just stands yeah. up. She's got this mind blowing voice, and to be able to experience that in like a tiny room, mm-hmm. she doesn't need like a full band either. I remember seeing her acoustic at the uh, at the amphitheater. Yeah. It was just an amazing show. And so she can just do that in a tiny, tiny venue like that is really a special opportunity. And in order to do it, you have to get there really early to really early. the AmFam house. And it's a first-come, first-serve deal for credentials. And there's not a lot of capacity, no. obviously. So if you want to see Brandy Carl, Hanson, Ex-Ambassador's doing one, um, you know, Masiao, who's doing one, mm-hmm. you have to just get there. When they open Real at early. noon, yep. get get those credentials and you know see something really special in the afternoon. But you're super nerds like us, so we think you probably are going to take us up on some kind of offer like this. So check it out. Of course, we got more details on our websites. That that great guide is up now at jsonline.com. And of course, at radiomilwaukee.org, we're going to have DJ picks, selected curation, and just like daily things you're going to want to check out. Like I said, those diamonds in the rough, those little artists that are playing at four that you maybe we're going to walk past. We're going to tell you what you should really check out. And we remind you, if you don't subscribe to this podcast, what are you waiting for? You can find Tapped In literally everywhere you find podcasts, whatever you use, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, some app I've never heard of before that uses algorithms to gather iPod stuff together to make podcasts work. Whatever. We're there. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you, our members. We will see you next time for Tapped In. See you next time.